Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Superbugs Unplugged. This is Matt Wellington, Public Health Campaigns Director with PERG, and I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Lance Price. Hey, Lance. Hi, Matt. So we have uh, a bittersweet episode for everybody here this month. This will actually be my last episode as the co-host of Superbugs Unplugged, and that is because I, after 10 years of, of working with PERG on public health issues, I decided to make a change and uh, work on issues more specific to my great state of Maine, where I live, and got the opportunity to be the next associate director of the Maine Public Health Association. So if any of our listeners live in Maine, you'll probably be crossing paths with me in some way. Um, but yeah, so this will be my last episode, and we're going to talk about the last four years, do a quick um, summary of my favorite episodes over that time, and then whatever else we want to talk about before I say goodbye to you all. Well, first, I have to say congratulations. Um, that's really exciting, and I think Maine is lucky to have you. Um, but Superbugs Unplugged is crying. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna miss you, Matt. Um, well, I'll miss you guys. Yeah. I'll still be working, I'm sure, on antibiotics in some way. Um, you know, Laura and I live about 15 minutes away from each other, so I'll be kicking it with Laura. And then Lance, do you ever come up to Maine to visit Laura? I've never been. I would love to. Oh, you lazy there. bastard. You go to Thailand, but you can't come up to visit Laura up in Maine? <laughs> do you guys see each other, actually? Have you... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, I we live like literally a town away from each other, so... Yeah. We'll grab a beer or a coffee or something. That's cool. Um, yeah, I'd love to come up and see both of you and see Maine and eat some lobster. I'm actually not a big lobster fan, um, but that's fine. I prefer the well, I fried fish. Not, I heard that very few people were actually lobster fans, that most people just like the butter. Um, and so it's a vehicle um, for melted butter. It depends. My wife <clears throat> is from Maine and watching her eat a lobster is one of the most disgusting things you'll ever see because she, <laughs> you know, like the traditional main way of eating a lobster, she will legit eat the entire thing. Like she'll, I don't know how much lobster you've had, but oftentimes when you crack it open and you go through it, there's like that green, that yucky green stuff in the middle of it that nobody really eats. She will slurp that down. Um, she sucks on every little leg until there's no juice left in it. It is really something to behold. So, some people do like lobster. I think mostly probably the tourists prefer the, the butter um, over the lobster. Yeah, when I have it for breakfast every morning, it's just the tail. And, <laughs> I, you know, my assistant brings it in and uh, it's already been cracked out of there and, and cut into just the perfect bite-sized pieces with the drawn right. For all of our public health grad students out there in our audience, these are the perks of academia. Once you become a, a real, <laughs> real big shot professor, this is the life you will be living, just like Lance Price. Yeah, the, I, I feel a little guilty about the carbon miles having that flown in every morning, but it's, you know, I feel like I'm worth it. I've earned it. Yeah, I mean, self-care. You know, you got to have your lobster every morning. Um, <laughs> you know, you got to take care of you, Lance. <laughs> do what you got to do. Um, well, so I know you've been thinking through co-hosts to, to fill my shoes, so we should just be clear with the listeners. This is not the end of Superbugs Unplugged. This is just the end of 
my time with Superbugs Unplugged and what a time it's been, but it will continue. So uh, don't worry out there if you're thinking, oh my gosh, it's the last episode. You'll still hear from Lance here, who is really the star of the show anyway, and then he'll be um, coming back soon with another co-host. So for what that's worth, this is not the, f the end of the podcast. Well, I was, you know, I've been really wringing my hands over this. And, and I think the biggest challenge is that I was, I, I forgot that this was audio only, you know, trying to find somebody that would fill your shoes look wise. I mean, this is, this man is handsome, y'all. But, um, but then I realized that, you know, nobody sees us. So it's, it's a much easier lift because your voice isn't that great. No, nah, my voice isn't that great, but also like the looks are really going downhill ever since I had Ruby, my daughter, I think. I do look at honestly I look in the mirror and I, I was just looking at old pictures of myself at, at like a college function from back in the day and I, I really cannot believe how much I've aged over the last two years it's crazy you do have, you do have that vacant sort of intersection spanging in an intersection look to you some days I have to say I have no idea what you're talking about what is a spanging intersection what are you saying they're changing in an intersection asking oh, never mind. um I just mean I have more wrinkles. <laughs> just, just have a little vacant, vacant. Oh. Stare yeah. Well, there's that, you know, look off in the distance and get lost every now and then. Um, but I have no doubt you'll find somebody awesome and we'll continue on with a great podcast for all of our listeners. Um, so, you know, I think rounding out my time with the podcast, I wanted to go through some of my um, favorite episodes. Lance, you should chime in with yours too, but you're going to stick around. So don't, don't feel like you have to. Um, and we can just, I'll like recap how this all came about for our listeners. So for almost four years ago, four years of episodes, I wonder how many episodes we've actually recorded. I know we tried to stick to one a month, but there were a couple months that we missed. So, um, but it's a lot. So we've been doing this for four years. I remember um, meeting with Laura uh, when I was in DC back in 2019 and, and talking to her about this idea. And we thought it would be a cool way to, you know, explore different topics of antibiotic resistance, which there's over beers. Yep, we were doing it over beers. And um, we thought it'd be a great way to just get some new voices on antibiotic resistance. People are working on this problem from all kinds of different perspectives, whether it's agriculture or research or antibiotics development. And so we thought this could be a, a, a hub for some of the, the communication around antibiotic resistance and give folks an opportunity, either people that, you know, a lot of folks know already, or people who don't often get the spotlight, uh, give them a chance to, to get their messages out there. So I think we've done a pretty good job of that, you know, as the goal. And for me in particular, as an advocate, it's been helpful because, you know, Lance, for example, the op-ed that you and I just wrote for STAT about the fungal infections, I went back and listened to the Dr. Chiller episode that we did. And that was a lot of how I pulled together that op-ed, right? Like just thinking through what he had said and some of the research that he had mentioned. And that was a great foundation of knowledge for us to, to draft that op-ed about what we can actually do about it. So it's been helpful for me. I don't know why you decided to do it, Lance. Did you just want to kind of, yeah, why did you decide to do it? More time with you, Matt. More time with me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we had that great launch party at Antibiotic Resistance Action Center's headquarters in 2019. I don't know if you remember that. We had drinks yeah. and all kinds of people. The thing I remember the most is all these um, public affairs people for pharmaceutical companies kept coming up to me and saying, I'd love for you to have our CEO on, which I thought was so weird. <laughs> you know, it's like this podcast, we haven't even started yet. You have no idea what our audience is going to be like. 
but just, you know, having a podcast gives you some kind of weird power. So, um, I don't know if you experienced that too. I thought that was so funny. Oh, I just, you know, just a drop in the ocean of my power. Oh yeah. For me, it was new for you. It was nothing. Yeah. (laughs) No, that was was actually, that was fun. That sort of kickoff party, but I, I agree with you. I mean, I feel like, you know, this is a topic that I've been, you know, deep in for years and, and, but I learned so much when we do these interviews. Um, so let's let's talk about our favorite episodes, Lance. Uh, so, you know, obviously they're all great, but a couple that stood out to me, one of the first ones we did, I actually don't think you were on this. You were jet setting off somewhere. So I think I did this one by myself, but Dr. Stephanie Stravdy, she was amazing. You know, she was talking about her experience with her husband who had a life-threatening um, drug-resistant infection that he picked up while they were traveling somewhere and was literally on death's doorstep. And she, you know, as a microbiologist, um, I think she's a microbiologist by training. I know that she has a, a background in this. So apologies if I don't get that exactly right. But Dr. Stravdy used her her scientific background and knowledge to really kickstart a worldwide network searching for an alternative treatment, which ended up being phage therapy. So she used phage therapy to cure her husband. And she wrote a book, The Perfect Predator, encourage everybody to check the episode out and to obviously buy her book and read her book. But that was incredible. Just what an, you know, like a a Hollywood type story, which actually I think they are making a movie. I actually think they're making a movie out of her book. Really? Yeah, I do. Um, So yeah, that was a really, really interesting episode. Yeah, I'm sorry. I missed missed that interview because uh, I used to work for a little startup in Baltimore, um, called Interlytics that was developing phage therapeutics. They're still around actually. And so, you know, for those listeners that didn't hear the episode, phage are these viruses that um, infect bacteria. It's like this little microbial little enemies and these guys uh, infect bacteria and then replicate inside them and basically pop out and, and, and go on to infect more bacteria. And so that's one way to treat, at least topically, you know, uh, treat infections. And, you know, I know that Interlytics is using them for food safety and other applications. Yeah, I came up on another one of our episodes with um, Ella, Ella Belasa. I I might not say her last name correctly, but she has, uh, she has, what is the disease, Lance? The lung oh, disease. Oh, cystic fibrosis. Yeah, yeah cystic fibrosis. Yeah, and she, I think she also had a, a an experience with phages being one of the only things that cleared up an infection for her. So lots of really interesting stories out there on phages. And well, I should go back and listen to the episode with Dr. Shad because I'm also now wondering, like, why aren't we doing more of that? You know, why aren't there more phage therapies out there? Yeah, it's it's been an interest. That's, yeah, it's an interesting history. I mean, it was uh, sort of, considered Soviet medicine for a long time. And it was really overshadowed by antibiotics because antibiotics are so much easier to apply. People have been after it for a long time in the US and and it's not really gained the traction yet. But I mean, I, I think there's more people in it than ever now. And so we'll see what happens in the next couple of years. Another um, really, really solid episode for me was the Dr. Chiller episode, which I already mentioned. So on the fungal kingdom full of friends and enemies, that was just a total eye opener um, for me, you know, and I I think it was my first taste of what the whole 
fungal pathogen situation looks like and really struck me because obviously we've been working on antibiotic resistance for a long time and antibiotic overuse in, in animal agriculture. But this was, you know, what he was highlighting, the loss of effective antifungals and how we only have a few classes that are effective. That seemed like we could really start now. Like we have, we have a chance to prevent that from becoming a massive problem. So I felt like we were, I don't know if I'd say on the cutting edge with that episode, but it did strike me as like, all right, we're kind of breaking new ground here. Like we're helping get this, this really important message out to people that very, very few folks know about. So I really love that one. And also Dr. Chiller is awesome. You know, he was a great guest. Yeah. I, I think Tom's amazing. And, and uh, you know, it's, that's one case where it's really informed some of our own research pursuits in the lab. So we've been really going after the agricultural antifungals and and trying to understand the potential impact on human health. And so, yeah, I mean, this is this is one of those things where, you know, I think my lab research, you know, informs the kind of people that I want to interview. And then when we talk to them, it actually informs the kind of research that I want to do. So it's it's really beneficial in that way. So my favorite names of episodes, which these episodes are also great, but um... I love the the naming, which I think is mostly Laura Rogers making magic happen. But what turned Aunt Navis blue? <laughs> a discussion on tuberculosis was pretty great. Um, you might hear my clock in the background if you do. I'm sorry. And then when bad bugs collide, an interview with Scary Disease Girl, which of course is Marin McKenna. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. Um, and then what are the other ones we got here? Discharge from the genitals. <laughs> yep, we go there. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's like, you can't get any better than that. That's, that's that was one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course, um, that episode was with Dr. Jeff, Jeffrey Klausner about uh, the threat of drug-resistant gonorrhea. So if you're interested in that, I encourage you to take a look there. So that was one of my favorite moments, right? Because cause there, you know, you know, Matt, I think you, you always want to look at that food animal connection, right? And that, that food production, um, potential food production connection. And I was like, you know, we don't need to go there for gonorrhea. You know, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. I've always used that as, you know, when I'm giving talks, I say, all right, well, some things like TB and gonorrhea just have nothing to do with food animal production. But then when you look at E. coli, staph, other bugs, there, there is a potential connection there. And, and, but when we were talking to him, he said, hey, hang on a second. You know, we see a lot of people that are infected in there and colonized in their in gastrointestinal tract. And that's where you have that's where the E. coli from the food supplier coming in. And, and gonorrhea is naturally competent so they can pull in genes from all kinds of different organisms and try them on like we might try and choose. So, I, you know, he's like, I'm not ready to dismiss a food animal connection for some of these resistance elements that they've accumulated. And, and I was just. You know, I mean, this is something that I think about all the time, and and that was just a really eye-opening moment for me. And and you know, I've incorporated that into my own talks, you know, now. And and uh, yeah, it was a that was a big moment for me, actually. I like that analogy too. They try on the resistance genes, like they're trying on shoes. Um, that was mine, by the way. <laughs> oh well, actually, that that brings up another great couple of episodes that that we had. So we did a deep dive. Uh, earlier this year about antibiotic development. And I think that we we had, you know, there's a there's a bill out there, uh, the Pasteur Act, which some folks say is, is the solution to 
addressing issues with antibiotic development. I see both sides of this. I think we did a good job of featuring both perspectives. So we had Kevin Outerson on to talk about why he's pushing for that bill. We had uh, Dr. Reshma Ramachandran on to talk about why she thinks it's actually not quite the right approach. And I just appreciated the fact that we showed both perspectives and that we were, I think, mostly impartial in, in making sure they were getting their messages out there to our audience. And it was just really interesting to see the difference, right? Like hearing the difference perspective that two people who I really respect and have worked with before have on the same idea. Um, mm -hmm. I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. Well, those are my faves. Um, do you have any other favorites, Lance, or is this goodbye? Every day is my favorite, man. Um, <sighs> yeah. so, uh, no, I think, you know, now I'm kind of thinking for the next step, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to, I got to wear this stupid black veil for the next three months. But when I take this thing off after the summer, <laughs> you know, I've got to think about the next phase of my life, my next partner. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. I mean, I think, in, you know, thinking about different co-hosts, I have some, I'm pretty excited about a couple of the potential candidates. And then I'm, I'm excited to think about, you know, the new science that we can cover and, and potentially bring in some new types of features, you know, um, really looking specifically at, or looking, maybe using an episode to look at specific papers and some of the benchmark papers of the, in the past and, and also the new and exciting science. And so, um, yeah, we'll try to keep it interesting even without you, Matt. I think you'll be able to do it because, like I said, you're you're mostly the star of the show. I've just been playing the supporting role and um, helping move you along in a way that I think is hopefully good and helpful. Otherwise, you would just be keeping talking it about real? you're keeping it real. You know, asking me keeping it real. Yeah, the man on the street questions. The person on the street questions. That's right. I am just a man on the street. I mean, you should go big, man. You should reach out to like Wolf Blitzer or somebody. <laughs> try to get, try to really get, that. get that youthful edge on this, you know, like bring, yeah. bring the kids in, you know? Yeah, exactly. Really exactly. Reach a different generation. Um, yeah. I'll love wolf. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Any, any last. No, I mean, I'll just wrap it up by saying it's been awesome. You know, thank you Lance and, and Laura for helping make this happen. It's been a bright spot of my my month every month for the last four years. So it's been great. Definitely been great, Matt. And yeah. And and I'm I'm really scared because now I have to introduce episodes. You were always just on it with pronunciation of names and affiliations and 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 I just wanna talk about the research. So this is gonna be you're leaving me with the heavy left. So maybe I can find somebody to do that. Well, I'll miss you. And, I'll miss you too. Uh, that's for all the good times. Good and times for indeed. The, for the listeners out there, I hope you have a great summer. We're going to take a little summer hiatus and sort of regroup. And we're going to play some of our uh, most popular episodes over the summer. And then uh, come back with a, a new version. Uh, what, Superbugs? Superbugs 2.0. Oh, yeah. In the yeah. fall. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to this month's episode of Superbugs Unplugged. We really appreciate it, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. I'm Laura Rogers, Deputy Director for ARAC. Now that you've listened to us, we'd love to hear from you. Please send any questions you have our way, and we'll do our best to answer them in future episodes. 
We'd also love to hear your ideas for topics you'd like us to cover in the coming months. You can reach us at superbugsunplugged at gmail.com. And one last thing. If you'd like to help us spread the word, please give us a five-star review and ask your friends and colleagues to subscribe. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and every major listening app. We'll talk to you again next month. <music>